everything that, everything that, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Everything that, everything that, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Praise you in the morning, praise you in the evening, praise you when I'm young and when I'm old. Praise you when I'm laughing, praise you when I'm grieving, praise you every season of the soul. If we could see how much your worth, your power, your might, your endless love, then surely we would never cease to praise. That everything that, everything that, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Everything that, everything that, everything that. As breath, praise the Lord. Praise you in the heavens, join with the angels. Praise you forever and a day. Praise you on the earth now, join with creation, calling all the nations to your praise. If they could see how much your worth, your power, your might, your endless love, then surely they would never cease to praise. Everything that, everything that, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise chat the time Lord. again. Praise the yes. Lord. It's chat praise time. the Lord. It is chat time again. Now this week we will discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. I, um, you know, I'd like to talk about current events, but I guess I get discouraged talking about, you know, I don't mind talking about current events as long as it lines up with the Word of God, and every time I find something, it does not line up with the Word of God. It, uh, it, it's so contrary to the Word of God. It, there are very few things, and so I'm going to just, I got discouraged after I, I found this article. And the article says, Meet the first transgender bishop, Megan Rohrer. And she's 41 years old, the first openly transgender bishop in the largest Lutheran denomination in the United States. He's and I said, she, and it's really a he that is transgendered to a female, 41. And um, this isn't, I don't know what this means, it isn't the first time the Reverend Megan Rohrer has been made bishop. Rohrer, whose pronouns are they and them, was erone erroneously labeled a bishop several years ago in a Norwegian news report while speaking at a celebration of St. Olaf in the country. That mistake led the Lutheran pastor on a pilgrimage to Switzerland to visit the home of their ancestor, Nicholas von Fluh, the patron saint of Switzerland. It also led Rohrer to believe that it might be possible for a transgender person to become a bishop. So much of my life is spent talking about people wondering if I'm a sinner. And so I wanted to take in, an intentional pilgrimage and dwell with this idea. If I'm related to a saint, let's think 
of how would my life be different if I imagined myself in this saintly bloodline? Uh, hmm? yeah. <laughs> got me. I you mean, know? So natural you're, you're blood just, doesn't denote, you know, it's not passed on. Salvation isn't passed it's on. It's all about spiritual bloodline. Right, right. It, it's not got nothing natural. to do with a natural. I mean, it, it, but maybe that's what this person meant, a saintly bloodline. So on May 8th, the Sierra Pacific Synod of, of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America made it official, electing Rohrer as the fifth bishop of its nearly 200 congregations in California and Nevada. That makes Rohrer the first openly gender transgender bishop in the largest Lutheran denomination in the United States or any major denomination in the country, for that matter. Yeah, it's just people do what they consider to be politically correct. The politics have replaced salvation. You know, some bites the word of God. People aren't worshiping the Lord. People are standard to themselves. That's, That's exactly what it is. You say to yourself, I think this is right, and you go ahead and you do it. And you don't have any, uh, there's nobody, there's no moral compass. There's nobody saying, no, that's not right. right. No, that's that, wrong. Just because the, the government, right. just because the government has said it's okay to come out and, you know, accept everybody, that's fine. We accept everybody. We just don't agree we, with, I mean, because this, in my, my opinion, is making your own religion. This is making your own rules for right. how people should serve the Lord. And trying to train, change uh, Christianity into something that is, that is not. And so we, we love the person, we hate the sin, and we can't compromise on what's truth. Simply because you're comfortable, people are, with living a lie. Some people are content, you know, to lie to themselves, to deceive themselves, and to, and to uh, embrace something that's not based upon truth, that's not grounded in, in the Word of God. And they've gotten so far away from the Bible, you, you, you just barely hear people referencing the Word of God because it would contradict what they're doing. So they just replace the Word of God with... You know, pep talks and motivational speaking and, you know, but the, the, with the true hard word of God, people avoid it because it condemns them. The Lord said, lest they have ears and they hear, eyes and they see, but they don't so want to. So the presiding bishop, Elizabeth Eaton, who heads the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, said that while she recognized the historic nature of Rohrer's election, the appointment was not only about the gender, but about the gifts the bishop-elect brings to the church, including their focus on those who have been marginalized. What this means for the whole denomination, I believe, is that when we say all are welcome, and there's a place for you here, we mean this, she said. But, that is, but it's crazy. I mean, everybody's welcome, but that doesn't mean that, the sin you, is that you can determine 
what the Lord regards or requires of a person when he fully has said that you have to come to him, you have to repent, you have to acknowledge who the Lord is because regardless, it's the Lord who has to wash you, make you clean. It's the Lord that has to give you a new birth. It's God who has to convert you. So it's like saying, well, if a person is a serial killer, they're all welcome. But right, you, right. you're Murders, gonna have to repent just right. like anybody else, you know. If you're gonna have to come before the Lord because it's the Lord that you have to please. It's God who you sinned against. You don't have to apologize to me or to any man or any woman. You have to actually go and apologize to the Lord. You have to actually repent to the Lord so that He can convert you. And I don't think it has anything to do with. Um, I don't. I mean, what I think it has to do with. Um, it's not about serving God, that's for sure. But what it has to do with is membership and money and going in your own way. I just don't think it has anything to do with... Pleasing the Lord. Right. You know, and... and but, I just, but they, they, they're, they're deceiving themselves and they're cheating themselves out of salvation because the Lord said, if you, if you seek to keep your life, if you seek to win your life here, then you lose out on eternal life. So if whatever it is that you have to do to please your flesh in order to maintain some type of uh, standard that you want here, Lord said, well then, but you lose out on eternal life. So it doesn't make any sense. You're going to have to go to the Lord. Ultimately, God has to give you the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And in order to receive that, you have to admit that you're wrong. And there are so many people that don't want to. I mean, I, I just, you look at the world, you look at the <clears throat> sin in the world, you look at families broken, you look at the destruction in the world, the wars. Of course, we're always going to have wars and rumors of wars because the Lord said so, but you look at all the shootings and the killings and the drug dealing and the alcoholism and the you look at all of that, and it, there's an answer for all of that. There's an answer. Really, there's an answer if people would, the greed and the hatred and the revenge and the violence, there's an answer for all of that. If people would just do what is it, is that in Chronicles? Uh, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and turn away from their wicked ways and pray... God could heal the land. Right. But the problem is, is that people don't think that they're wicked. Right. They don't think that... Um, they're caught up in their flesh. They don't feel like they need to be saved for right. whatever reason. Right. I don't, I and, don't and understand. Because, and because they don't feel that they need to be saved, then they become their own standard. And therefore, what they, they do like the Samaritans, you know, they, they'd be so corrupt. The Lord said, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know who you're serving. You, you have no idea. You're just doing something. So this article goes on and says that Rohrer has a penchant for creative thinking. Mm. They have written, a, this, this is mind-boggling to me, but I guess they're appealing to other people who want to go into their own way. So they have written masses based on the music of Lady Gaga and the Beatles, <laughs> rewriting lyrics to help people who have been hurt by the church begin to heal and feel more comfortable with the liturgy. 
I don't want to feel comfortable with Lady Gaga and the Beatles and, you know, right. I don't want to feel comfortable with that. What can they do? What can the lyrics that they right. write you want a do for me? Awakening, you want to be born again, a new creature. You want to be God comfortable can, with right. the liturgy. You want to be comfortable with the word of God. You right. want to be comfortable because with Because only that. God can change you. So you can, you can actually become set in your ways that you can do. You can be content with who you are so they're making the people feel more comfortable in their sins. Yes, a person can do that. You can make a person feel like it's okay what I'm doing. And, and this article says that the inspiration came from Protestant reformer Martin Luther, from whom Lutherans get their name, who famously, and I didn't know this, who famously rewrote pub songs into hymns. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, and I didn't even research that. Spangled so. Banner. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's you know they they you know, it's a, a famous pub song, but I, I'm thinking, but still. Uh, no matter what we do, whether we're rewriting songs uh, or whether we're trying to rewrite the word, you have to go to the Lord. The Lord said, you don't even have to be the chiefest of sinners. He said, except ye likewise repent. So even if you do good deeds, the Lord will commend you for your good you deeds and bless week. you for your good deeds, and you still die and go to hell. You mentioned that last week, but Paul saying that he, you know, being the chiefest of, of, of sinners. sinners. So, what, I mean, I don't know if everybody completely understands that. I think what he's saying, what Paul is saying, that he's. If you have to compare. The worst possible example of what a sinner is, if you have to look on, on his past record of what the Lord delivered him from and out of, he is the chiefest of that. But he's saying that God delivered him. So we aren't getting And then in our there sins. are people who say, well, I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't But that's what the Lord said. Anything. You don't I have didn't... to be the chiefest of sinners. That's what the Lord was telling them. He said, even Sodom and Gomorrah, he said, you think they were the chiefest of sinners? You would think that they were really up there. The Lord said, nope. There, there were people who did far worse than they did. He said, but if you don't repent, so you have you to come to me. You know better than they are. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to come to me. So that's like if, if, if somebody has... Say you have a child and, and, and they soil themselves. And you say, you have to take a bath. I have to give you a bath. And they say, I took out the garbage. I said, I know you did, but you stink. You have to take a bath. So I did my homework. I said, I know you did your homework. That's very good. You did your homework. You have to come take a bath. No, no, no. He said, yes, you do. You have to take a bath. So you could have done your homework, taken out the garbage, washed the dishes. You still have to take a bath. And the Lord is telling you, you can do all these things. You can give to charity. You give your body to be burned. You still have to come to me, and you're going to have to repent. You're still going to have to submit to me, and you're still going to have to say, Lord, whatever you require, not what I think, not what I say, but, Lord, what do you say? You're still going to have to come to me, the Lord is saying, because if you don't, you're going to be lost. So the article goes on to say about uh, Rohrer and this penchant for creative thinking. They also, now this I don't get, uh, they also planted succulents hmm. for a homeless garden. I don't know what that means uh, to a homeless person. I, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe something they can, maybe it's like Succulents food. are like succulents, 
Yeah. Succulents are like plants that cactus have, type yeah. stuff. Right. So maybe, like they, sand maybe they did lime trees and lemon trees and I don't know. Avocado. And created a tile <laughs> mosaic. They created a tile mosaic depicting a chapter from Isaiah on the church stairs. Anything, Rohr said, that might help somebody notice what God's love is up to. That includes social media and pop culture. Rohrer made an appearance on a popular Netflix show, Queer Eye, and did an interview with Cosmopolitan magazine. I think part of the reason I ended up doing things with Cosmopolitan and Queer Eye is because my congregation embraced this idea that social media is an evangel evangelism. Oh, really? Well, well, it is a means to reach a lot of people, but it's it's a means. It's not even evangelism in and of itself. I mean, but it is a tool to to reach people. But these people, all they're doing is consoling themselves in their mess. It's like it's all right if you sit in your own vomit. That's okay, you know. You stink, but that's all right. We all stink, so we all get used to it, you know. So. It's, it's like okaying what they're doing, making them feel fine in whatever state they're in. That's not salvation. If they just knew what it would feel like for God to wash you and make you clean and give you a sound mind and open up your eyes so that you actually see the truth, so that you can walk in the Spirit. If you can actually just get there so that you can humble yourself and say, Lord, whatever you have for me, save me. Whatever you have for me, Lord, I want that. So it goes on to say that Rohr has also self-published dozens of books for children and adults, including several books reflecting on pilgrimages they have taken to Norway, Iceland, and Philadelphia as a way to diversify in income for their congregation. Well, maybe that's what they'll do, but I mean, that's not salvation. So... We're telling people salvation. You need to come to the Lord. You need to know God is real. And because he's real, the sacrifice, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the suffering of the Lord is real. The opportunity that he has given us in order to be joint heirs, that's real. To actually make you a new creature is real. You know, as I read this article out loud, I read it, I scanned over it, and I read it a little bit before. But as I'm reading this, I'm, what I'm hearing is that what you need is the favor from God. You don't, this article is telling you that you need favor from other people who are like-minded. You need favor from people who are in your same lifestyle, or think like you, or feel like you, and and don't want. You don't you know, want the Lord. You I mean, I favor. I don't know if I. I don't care for, not that Lady Gaga isn't any good. Well, I but think I don't, she was, but okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, I just don't think that's appropriate. Because it's not giving God the praise. It's not. It's giving. It's not giving the Lord the praise. If a person truly, that's the Lord, the Lord instituted music. The Lord established singers. So if a person actually sings under the anointing, 
It brings evil, you to your knees. E yes, and evil spirits cannot stand before the anointing of, and, of, of anointing. And that's of exactly God's what happened when David played his harp for Saul. Right. He was so disturbed. He he couldn't sleep. He couldn't do anything. He was so I, I can't even explain what he felt. It was a torment that he felt. And then David would come and play the harp and he just and settled. Evil, down. And that evil spirit could not stand before the anointing. And so it's the same thing. The, all the music is doing is appealing to a person's flesh. But there is deliverance in music that is anointed by the Holy Ghost. But I just think people should know that they need the favor of God. They need to know that... They need his approval. God has so much more for them. God has everything. And they need to know this, that what they're doing is not salvation and they're going to lose out. They're deceiving themselves. I don't know. I was thinking about, um, I was just thinking about the favor of God. The favor of God can turn things around for you. Mm -hmm. The favor of God, if, if you're patient and you just wait on the Lord and you seek after him and his will and his word, the favor of God can provide for you so much more abundantly than you on your own, all by yourself. Can He'll give you whatever more than you can think or ask. Right, because you on your own are at mercy to time and chance. It won't be because of how smart you are. It won't be because of who you know. The Lord said it's time and chance. He has breakthroughs in store for people. He has healings in store for people. He has jobs in store for people. He has deliverance in store for people. I, I just can't picture sitting in a church where everybody is going in their own way and doing their own thing, and you're sitting there suffering, and you're so sad. And you need somebody to get a prayer through. There are breakthroughs that God has for people. Right. There, there's so much more than you can even imagine. Right. I mean, if you if you if you just come to that realization that God is real, the Holy Ghost is real, going before the Lord, you will get a response. The Lord will not leave you hanging out there. Now, I was thinking about there's a scripture that says, eye has not seen, ear has not heard what God has ready for them, for you. Right. What God has ready for you. Right. If you just repent, you'll never, you can't even imagine. It's, your eyes have never seen it before. Your, your ears have never heard it before, what God has ready for you. It, it's incredible. But, but you have to dedicate yourself to the Lord. You have to set aside time to serve him, time right. to just be with him, time to just pray for him, to him. And you have to set aside to... that time in order to get saved. Right. It's, it's impossible to do anything on your own. I know. I, I, there's, right. there's just no and, way and, and, anybody can do anything. Right. On you their think own. you're accomplishing something and you're accomplishing nothing. Everything that you have, if it stands before the glory of the Lord, is going to be consumed. It's almost like, you know, watching. Um, it, it, it's like unbelievable. It's like um, Rod Sterling and his programs. You know, you, you listen to this whole program and then all of a sudden what you think it is. And then it turns out to be it isn't right, you know. So people who are serving or going Mammy. after 
going after transgender right. standards or going after the world standards right. or going after and you what they yourself. think is, is right in, in their own sight. Right. They don't It's not going to be right. It's it's really not what you think it's going to be like. Right. They don't you're want the Lord in, to crucify their flesh. They want to keep it alive. You're going to be in for a big surprise. Right. On the day that you die, unless you repent, you're going to be you're going to be shocked. Right. You have to go to the Lord. You have to. You have to go to God and acknowledge that he is God. I don't I don't know, but there's something to be said about God's favor. And I and I think about how people are tricked by um, how the government is changing and how they're approving all this stuff, abortions and yes. different as, as lifestyles. If, and, and that's now salvation. And it's doing us a disservice, you know, right. because people are falling away from the church. And while right. the Lord said that that would happen, it's doing harm to us. The because, morals are in the Because toilet. the church is going towards the way of, of the world as, as a whole. You find these so-called established churches are perverting God's word. They're just just to keep the membership, just to keep... The money uh, rolling in. Yes, that's, that's just so insane. It's like they had lost the fear of, uh, for their own souls. It's like they have lost the ability to recognize they have a soul. They're going to have to face a living God. So I don't know how many current events you're going to hear from us in the future. I mean, we will talk about some because there are some feel-good stories out there and some people that do give God the credit and the glory and the praise and the honor. But for the majority of, of what goes on in the world, it, it, that, that's not what's happening. So um, I don't know. I just feel that I think people are in trouble. People are in deep trouble and their hearts and souls are in deep trouble. And there are people that really are seeking after the Lord. There are people that really need the help. And you know, I believe that you know, some people are listening to this program not by ch or just by chance. I I believe that some people are listening to this podcast just by chance. Maybe you flip to it and you know, you, you just all of a sudden can't turn it off because you're hearing something that you really, that really makes a lot of sense to you. And I thank God for that because uh, you're not going to hear a lot in the world about the Lord and about what you should be doing. And if, and, and if you do hear something, it's not going to be the truth. That's for sure. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath Praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Luke 16 and 15. And he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts. For that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of the Lord, which means that there is a way that seems right unto the, to man, but the end thereof is death. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's Food for Thought was, what verse in the Bible is repeated exactly word for word? And the answer is Psalms 43.5 and Psalm 42.11. And that verse is, why art 
thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. This week's food for thought is, what is the rottenness of the bones? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought. <laughs>